The first section of Psalms has been called the Genesis Psalms. They help us to realize that every good thing begins with God. The Psalms provide a roadmap for the journey ahead. In them, we learn to bring every emotion and experience of life into the presence of God. Join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. Let me begin our study of God's Word today with an apology and an assignment. We've come to Psalm 31. It's 24 verses long, and I must tell you right up front, this is one of the most rich, wonderful, uh, profound psalms you'll ever study. So I want to apologize in advance uh, to tell you right up front, there's no way I can cover all of this psalm. So the assignment grows out of my apology, and the assignment is this. Read and meditate on Psalm 31 for yourself today. I promise you, you'll be rewarded for doing so. Uh, the reward is the passage itself and all that God has to say to us in it. Psalm 31 was written by David, perhaps when David was on the run, but at least when he was being attacked. Some have surmised that David wrote it when Absalom rebelled and lots of people were criticizing him and talking against him. And you certainly get that sense, that tone, if you will. You know, we do not know the tune that all of these psalms were sung to, but we do know the tone. And the tone of some of them is jubilant, celebratory. Uh, the tune and tone of some of them is uh, reflective. But the tone of Psalm 31, I would say, is mournful. For example, listen to the opening words. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Bow down thine ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be thou my strong rock for an house of defense to save me. For thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net that they have laid privately for me. For thou art my strength. Into thine hand I commit my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. So the entire psalm is woven together. You really go back and forth from leaning on the Lord to rehearsing those who are against Him. Back and forth, back and forth, all the way through. You remember in the previous psalm, in Psalm 30, David had just dedicated his own house to God. Do you remember that? The physical house had been dedicated to God. But in the very next psalm, he says, Lord, you're going to be, have to be my house. You're going to have to be a house of defense to save me. That's powerful, isn't it? He says in verse 20, Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. What is he saying? He was saying that no physical house and no material thing that you have can hide you from your critics and from circumstance and from spiritual attack. You must hide in God. Make your house your home in the Lord. And then you could be at home anywhere, even when the enemies have come against you. I see three people in Psalm 31. First of all, I see David. When you read through Psalm 31, as I have again just a moment ago, I see the, the cry of a, a sensitive soul. You know, David, the man after God's own heart, had a sensitive heart. Sensitive hearts feel deeply. They feel both the mountains and the valleys. They feel deeply both the positive and the negative. And so here is a man who is grieved, who is groaning. He says in verse 11, I was a reproach among all mine enemies, but especially among my neighbors and a fear to mine acquaintance. 
They that did see me without fled from me. I am forgotten as a dead man out of mind. I'm like a broken vessel. Now I say to you, when you get to where David was and you feel like everybody's left you and forsaken you and everybody's against you and you're just a broken man or you're a broken woman, do exactly what David did. Bring that to God. Remember when we began our study, I said to you that the Psalms help us, helps us to usher every experience and emotion in life into the presence of God. Can I tell you that's the only place where you can find clarity? It's the only place where you can find simplicity? Bring it to the Lord. Bring it to God in prayer. It's one thing to have a complaint and tell everybody else about it. It's quite another to have a complaint and turn your complaint into prayer. Talk to someone who can do something about it. Bring it to God. That's what we learned from David in Psalm 31. Now, the second person that I see in Psalm 31 is Jesus. Jesus? Oh, yes. The Lord Jesus is here. Remember, He's on every page of Scripture. And many of these Psalms, very specifically, are messianic in nature. And Psalm 31 is one of those. Did you notice verse number 5 that we read a moment ago was one of the words that Christ cried from the cross? Into thine hand I commit my spirit. Do you remember when the Lord Jesus cried from the cross that He committed His Spirit into the Father's hands? I think here is a beautiful object lesson for all of us. When you feel like everything is out of hand, put yourself in God's hand. When you feel like everything is spinning out of control, that's the very moment to put your life and your circumstances and your emotions into the nail-pierced hands of Jesus Christ. Do exactly what the Lord Jesus did in committing Himself to the Heavenly Father. He goes on in verse 5 to say, Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. Look, the God who's taken care of you to this point, He has, is going to now and is going to continue to. I love the teaching of the Lord Jesus in the New Testament when He said that when you come to Him, you're placed in His hand and He's in the Father's hand. Do you remember that? And then He said plainly to those disciples, No man is able to pluck you out of My Father's hand. My Father which gave you me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck you out of my Father's hands. I think that's a beautiful parallel to Psalm 31, friend, because when you are in the Father's hand, then you're in good hands. He continues that same thought in verse 15 when he says, My times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of mine enemies and from them that persecute me. What does that mean? It means that the seasons of your life are all in God's hands. Every one of them, the good and the bad the ones you enjoy and the ones you feel like you have to endure. The entire time of your life, how long you're going to live and the time of your death, all of that is in God's hands. So would you today just commit yourself afresh and new as Jesus did to a loving Heavenly Father and believe that though it may be out of your control, it's never out of His control because you and it are in His hands. The third person I see in Psalm 31 is not only David and Jesus, it is me and you. That's right. You have to see yourself in Scripture. Remember, the Word of God is a mirror. So when you look into it, you not only see God in it, but you see yourself in it. Do you see yourself in Psalm 31? What can you do when you come to wit's end? What can you do when you hear slander on every side, when you think everybody's against you, when nothing's working out right? Well, do exactly what Psalm 31 says. Listen again to verse 14. But I trusted in thee, O Lord. I said, Thou art my God. So first, go back to what you know for sure. Acknowledge that your faith is in God and He is your God. He's never failed you, forsaken you, forgotten you. He's not going to start today. 
Then he says in verse 16, Make thy face to shine upon thy servants. Save me for thy mercy's sake. So make a specific prayer, not just that the circumstances will change, but that you'll have the presence of God. You see, if you live in the presence of God, friend, then you can do anything and get through anything. And then verse 19, he says, Oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. And there's an exclamation point at the end of verse 19. So begin to rejoice and rehearse the goodness of God. Give Him praise and glory. That will give you strength and faith to keep pressing on. And then, here's a good one, verse 23. Oh, love the Lord, all ye His saints, for the Lord preserveth the faithful and plentifully rewardeth the proud doer. Just love the Lord today. You may not love your circumstances and you may not feel like anybody else loves you, but just love on Jesus. And as you love on the Lord, the Lord will give you the grace to get through. I close our study of Psalm 31 the way David closed it under inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Verse 24, Be of good courage, and He shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. Thank you for studying the Psalms with us. It is our sincere hope that you will spend time in God's Word today, finding divine direction and real encouragement for the road ahead. Visit scottpauley.org to download your free copy of a ready reference of the Psalms, along with other helpful resources for your Christian life. We would love to hear from you, and we look forward to having you with us again on the next Enjoying the Journey.